The Arizona Coyotes are still looking for their first win of the new year as they fall 5-3 to the Florida Panthers. I'm going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody welcome to today's episode of locked on coyotes we'll start off by saying thank you for making locked on coyotes your first listen every day we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts including on youtube i'm your host carl pavlock just gonna be me for today's episode as i break down last night's 5-3 loss to the florida panthers uh unfortunately robin uh was working so just gonna be me Really wanted to talk about this game, though, because uh, it, it, it was a rough one. Uh, the And it, it was a rough one in a lot of interesting ways. I, I am used to the Arizona Coyotes losing games. Uh, this is the second tank season I've covered. Um, and by that, I mean this is the second tank I've covered. Not only the second season of this tank. Um, so yeah, the, the Coyotes are going to lose a lot of games and they're going to lose a lot of games in different ways. And this was definitely one of the more unique losses by the Coyotes. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because the Florida Panthers are also not very good this season. And when you throw two not good teams together, weird things happen. Um, but yeah, it, it was definitely one that, you know, I feel like the Coyotes are going to want back. There are there are plenty of games where you're just going to be outworked, outplayed, uh, outmatched, and nothing really you can do with that one. You can burn the tape and just move on. Last night was not the case. The Coyotes definitely could have won that one. Uh, they they made a lot of little mistakes, and the Florida Panthers capitalized on those mistakes. Uh, and we saw that uh, first and foremost with the first goal of the game. Matthew Kachuk, 69 seconds in, nice, uh, lit the lamp for the Florida Panthers um, off of a turnover. Um, and we there was definitely that, a lot of that. The Arizona Coyotes had way too many defensive zone turnovers. They couldn't clear the zone in a lot of situations. It was really rough to kind of watch. Uh, same thing happened 10 minutes later with Eric Stahl's goal. Um, and, and that kind of slow start is something that I had hoped the Coyotes had kind of put behind them. Uh, I mean, thankfully, they're they're no longer doing that thing that they were doing last season where they give up three goals in the, in the course of eight minutes. Um, but an early goal like that off of a turnover – is just not what you want to see. It really sets the pace for what is going to be a bad game. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, I, I don't think the Melka was all that great on either goal. Like the stall one short side, like just kind of squeaked in. 
when I first saw it, I thought it may have been a deflection, but but now it looks like it was it was all stall. Um, you know, good for Eric Stall getting two goals in the in the in the night. Um, but you know, definitely one where you know maybe hug the post a little bit more, get a little bit higher. Like he, he could have had that one, and it, it does kind of go to show how much the Coyotes depend on the play of Karel Vimelka. He is such an important piece of this team right now, um, where if he is not in his game, we are likely going to see issues with the Coyotes. And I, I don't even think he was horrible last night. He just wasn't as good as he could be. He he set a very high standard for himself this season and he wasn't there, and we kind of saw what happened. Um, you know, when you give up five goals in a game, uh, I'm sorry, that's just not great. Uh, especially like one of the few games where the Coyotes get some offense. They score three, but you know they, they didn't necessarily get the goaltending that they need to. Um, and of course, as I said, there was defensive zone lapses immediately before those goals, but still. It was a rough start, and we have seen Vimelka kind of overcome the defensive lapses. Like, he plays great um, even when the team in front of him is not playing well. He can definitely steal games in a way that we kind of need him to. Like, if you're the Coyotes, you need a goaltender who can steal a couple games for you because the team in front of them is not going to do it. And this was a, uh, it was it was a mixed bag on the team in front of him, you know. Like I, I'm never gonna like poo poo a, a three goal night um, for the Coyotes, especially after seeing them like struggle to score score a single goal or hit that three goal mark. Um, it's it's just kind of a shame that it was it was a rough night all around, and it was a rough night where, like I said the Panthers were really able to take advantage of it. Um, We we know that the Coyotes are going to be doing a lot of shipping players out. Um, As the trade deadline approaches, as the all-star break approaches, like they're going to be moving. We're we're probably going to see Shane Gossesberg gone. We're going to see Jacob Chikrin gone. But Karel Vimelka's name is getting thrown around a lot. And, you know, personally... I, I don't know what his return is going to be. I don't think it's worth it. But if we see the Melka get traded, we are going to see like just a big drop in this team's play because, yeah, it, it is. He's he's such an important piece, and like you can tell, like a, a game where he is slightly off, like not not even horrible, just slightly off, um, is, is one that the team can't win. Uh, anyways, I'm going to keep breaking down the game, but first, I do have a quick message from our sponsors at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup and hockey. They've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which of course you do, you're listening just to a sports podcast, you can find those on Bet Online as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting information. It's why when we are doing previews for episodes, we always go to Bet Online. 
So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And we're back. Carl Pavlak, Locked on Coyotes. Like I said, just going to be me for today's episode. Um, breaking down last night's 5-3 loss to the Florida Panthers. Uh, an, a team that's not very good. Uh, the the Panthers, they, they kind of went big in the offseason, um, but they are not getting the results that they need. They beat the Coyotes, but... You know, that's not saying all that much. Uh, most teams should be expected to beat the Coyotes, unless you're the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but, yeah, it is uh, it is what it is. The Their biggest acquisition, Matthew Kachuk, is definitely paying off. Uh, like I said, he had, a, he had the first goal 69 seconds in. He ended up getting a hat trick um, with a goal on the power play and a five-on-five goal in the second period. The second period was not a good one for the Coyotes. He has 20 on the season, so Matthew Kachuk is doing everything he needs to, uh, but the Panthers as a whole are not gelling for whatever reason. And we did see that. Like The second period was was definitely an interesting one, and it was something that, you know, I, I briefly liked how they played for like 10 minutes. Um, uh, the, the Coyotes... After going down 2-0, we saw them start to kind of push in the in the latter half of the first, which is great. I love that about the Coyotes. I love that they will not go down without a fight. And we saw that with Jacob Chikrin getting a goal um, like with three seconds left in the first period. Uh, beautiful setup from Clayton Keller, who found a shrieking Chikrin. Great goal. Definitely recommend watching it. And they carried that momentum in to the second. Uh, and... Just over five minutes in, Clayton Keller gets his 14th goal of the season with a really nifty backhand through traffic. Definitely recommend go and find that goal because it was it was a it was a nice one. He, um, Clayton Keller is definitely doing a lot more playmaking this season than goal scoring, um, but he he has still got. Yeah, he still got it. Uh, we we are still well within, you know, Keller having a thirty goal season. Um, he may very well have an eighty point season. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he's still on track for that, but he is definitely playing some of his best hockey. You'll love to see that. Uh, unfortunately, second Kachuk goal happens midway through that second period, but. Again, something I really like about the Coyotes lately, they they did have a push after that. Uh, so Nick Bugstad gets his tenth goal of the season, uh, just over three and a half, three minutes after Kachuk. Uh, Nick Bugstad, I do not think is getting nearly enough credit. He is on a four-game point streak with th- goals in his last three. Um, he has. Uh, five points in his last four games, which is just phenomenal for a guy who is making less than a million dollars. Craig Morgan of PHNX has a really good article about whether or not the Coyotes should move Nick Bukestad or if they're going to move Nick Bukestad. I I don't think he really makes a determination of that. Um, and, And I do think it all kind of depends on where Bukestad is at. 
Um, the team definitely needs support players. They need players like Nick Bukestad um, in the coming years. And and you do kind of hope that the rebuild is going to take a turn and the Coyotes are going to be a little bit competitive next season uh, and certainly competitive the season after. So if Bukestad is, is willing to sign like a team-friendly deal for two to three years, I say hold on to him. Uh, if if his camp's not necessarily interested in that, definitely look into moving him. Uh, if, you know, another GM calls and says, hey, we're going to give you two second-round picks for, for Bukestad, uh, you know, maybe move him. And, and that's kind of... You know, one of the reasons I can't make a determination. Uh, knowing the media knows where how the team should handle Nick Bukestad because we don't know where his camp is at. We don't know what the market for him is, uh, especially a player with a very friendly contract who is doing really well. Like you can kind of expect him to, you know, be a good target. If you're a competitor, you don't have a lot of cap space. Maybe take a chance on Nick Bukestad. Uh, Anyways, that was that was kind of it for the Coyote scoring. Uh, Bukestad got his tenth, thirteen minutes and fifty nine seconds into the second period, and, and that was all she wrote for Coyotes offense. Uh, Eric Stahl got a second goal, and like I said, Matthew Kachuk got his twentieth. Uh, that came on a power play, Panthers' first power play, which was uh, after. Nick Cousins really sold a high-sticking call uh, on Vimelka. I'm not saying the stick didn't touch him. Uh, it definitely did. Uh, I don't know why he was had a stick up like that. Uh, seemed like it was careless on Vimelka. Um, but uh, the Valley Sports Arizona had a really excellent shot of just Cousins like on the bench, very serious after he gets uh after the call, and then he just cracks a smile and you're like, he he knows, he knows exactly what he did. Um, but but yeah, that that was it for the second period, and that was it for the game. There was no no goals in the third. Uh the Coyotes had another chance with the power play, but couldn't make it happen. Uh real quick though. Uh, as we start to finish things up, I do want to thank you again for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. And I want to make sure you check out Locked On NHL Prospects. It's your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft, plus NHL draft rankings, top prospect comparisons for every team. Locked On NHL podcasts, or Prospects is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Carl Pavlak, Locked On Coyotes. Um, just kind of want to talk about where we go from here. Because the Coyotes are on a four-game road trip. It's half over. They've yet to win a game in 2023, which, you know, it's it's been two. So it's not the worst thing in the world. Coyotes could probably stand to lose a couple of games. Um, but... Losses like these are not good for a team's like confidence, not good for the mental stage. Luckily, it's going to hopefully be a kind of easier road trip to finish this off. Uh, Thursday and Friday, Coyotes have a back-to-back against Philadelphia. 
and Chicago. You know, not the not the most of my travel, um, which is good. Philadelphia, Chicago, two really bad teams. So hopefully, uh, you know, let, let's see what the Coyotes can do with that. Uh, I, I'm sure if you are following the rankings, you don't want the Coyotes to win either of those matchups, you know, especially the Chicago one. It'd be nice if Chicago won a bunch of other games and the Coyotes were able to beat them and still fall in, in the standings, but things don't always work out that way. Um, and then hopefully, you know, getting back home will will do them some good uh, because after this road trip, they have a three-game homestand. Uh, this is going to be a really tough month for the Coyotes. Uh, it's a lot of games. Uh, quite a few back-to-backs coming up. Um, and you know, as we move to the all-star break, it, it's gonna, it's gonna be just, you know, not a lot of fun hockey to watch. Uh, I, I, I imagine like the, the grind is going to really affect them. Uh, I think playing at home is definitely going to give them the boost. We do see the Coyotes play much better at Mullet Arena than they do on the road, which is great. But, you know, in terms of, of how they've finished the month, I, I don't have very many high hopes. Um, you know, they could definitely prove me wrong, uh, especially you know, if you're a player like Jacob Chikrin, you're looking to get moved to a competitor. You're going to ha- play as well as you can. Uh, as we have seen, Clinton Keller is just going to keep trying to get his best season um, after missing out on that last season, which is absolutely fine. Like I, I want those players to have success um, because I know that you know Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz and Jacob Chikrin, uh, even Karel Vimelka can all have career seasons, and it's not going to do too much for the Coyotes standings. Vimelka is going to have more of an impact on that, but but you know there's a reason hockey's a team sport. Everyone kind of needs to be involved, and they're just. They're, they're not going to get that. The roster does not necessarily support that. Um, I, I, you know, do also hope we get some, uh, some good seasons from, you know, and good months from some of the younger players. Like uh, Barrett Hayton is, is definitely playing with a lot more confidence since he scored his uh, first goal of the, of the season. And, you know, he didn't get anything, in last night's game, but he definitely, he, he came close. He had his opportunities. He had his shots, just couldn't connect it, which was real kind of, you know, unfortunate to see. I, I would love for Hayton to have like a big year. Uh, I, I do have hopes of him being like a really good second line center for the Coyotes, maybe even third line, but like good shutdown uh, defensive center. Uh, I, I liked a lot of what he did. Um, you know, I'd like to see the offense or the the defense continue to generate offense. Not only the uh, the chicken goal, but Val Mackey had an assist on the Clayton Keller goal. Love for him to have a big year. Um, someone commented a while back what had happened because Val Mackey and Mosher were one of the Coyotes' best pairings, but you know when uh, Chickren came back, that seemed to kind of take a little bit of a dip. Um, Valmaki sat a couple of games. 
you know, when your team is running seventh defenseman and you're the one sitting, it's never a great sign. But you know, he's a younger player. That 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 time in the press box seemed to have done him some good. Um, you know, I, I'd also like to see Carconi have a a good showing in his uh, his call up. Uh, I I do think that you know, barring a trade, when Matias Mancelli returns, Carconi is going to go back to the Roadrunners. But you know, I, I would like to have him you know, go with a good first impression. Um, I should also mention that Nick Schmaltz returned um, to the game. He missed the Coyotes' last game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, He had a secondary assist on the Jacob Chikrin goal. Uh, Not necessarily, you know, Schmaltz's biggest game, but he didn't look terrible. And it was good to see him come back after only one game for, you know, an upper body injury. The the injury history that Schmaltz has, uh, I always get worried when he gets hurt. Um, anyways, uh, that's that's going to do it for me. Uh, kind of trailing right now. Uh, don't really have too much else to say about this one. You know, Maybe when the, the week moves on, we'll, we'll get some good stories. You know, that Philadelphia game in Chicago should be should be fun. Um, nice to see the, the battle um of the worst teams in the nhl keep that going some more um but i do want to say just one last time thank you for making lockdown coyotes your first listen today and for your second listen check out lockdown nhl prospects your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the nhl draft Lockdown NHL Prospects is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, you can get Lockdown Coyotes on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you know how podcasts work. They're everywhere. Uh, Stitcher, Apple Pod, um, all of the podcast places. Uh, follow the follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. We also have Facebook and Instagram. Best place to get my hockey opinions is on the five for howling twitter page that's the word five number four word howling i did post a recap of last night's game so if you haven't had a chance to check that out definitely do so uh i do have the coyotes tweets um with all the goal videos so if you want to see that nifty clinton keller backhand definitely check it out otherwise I do want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.